Because I'm going to make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes. Hope you are having a good Sunday morning. In the studio, some good friends of mine. We start with Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach them. They do great uh, jobs at closing their loans, people who come to them, 645-0736. Good to see you there. Sir. Good morning, Bob. Also, another guy who does a great job in actually getting the thing done in terms of closing it legally, Kevin Dissler with Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895 Nine nine zero zero. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Son Greg is back again, and yeah. uh, he is in charge of our media, our marketing, and you're best on Instagram, as I remember. At we right. sell over at Greg Sokoler, S O K O L E R. You got it. And uh, certainly, you can reach me at three seven six five four eight three. I head the Sokoler Medley team at Remax Properties East. If you want to see some of our reviews? Go to LouisvilleZillow.com. That is LouisvilleZillow. Com. Everybody ready for some calls? Let's go to the phone. Good. good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Vic. Yeah. Um, we have a house that uh, is somewhat dated, and uh, we are consider- considering putting it on the market soon. Uh, I was wondering, is there an option for offering a decorator allowance? So, so this is a, a typical problem that I think a lot of people have, that they don't want to put money into a house to fix it up because they could do the wrong type of things that are to be mm-hmm. fixing it up. And we actually addressed that last week. Uh, but now Vic needs to sell it. And one of the options would be to, in the past, is offer a decorating allowance. But the banks are not so happy with this these days. Uh, they won't do it. These days. So what do you suggest then as an alternative? They just, they just reduce the price. And, but uh, it doesn't, but, help, but it the doesn't help the buyer yeah. as far as the money. But you just can't do it any other way. Okay, so let's say we have a house that's $400,000, and there's, let's say, $25,000 worth of upgrades. Deferred um, maintenance. Deferred maintenance, whatever it is. Might be a new kitchen, might be carpeting, wallpaper, whatever it might be. So are you saying that if if the seller pays, say, Home Depot or Lowe's or some company $25,000 and then gives that card, that gift card to the buyer at closing... Even if it's on the closing disclosure, that can't be done. No, you can't. With you your can't bank or any bank? Uh, any bank that I know of. Now, a- again, you can do what's called a 401k loan, which is a renovation yeah, that's a whole, loan. That's a FHA 401k. That, that, We're not that going is there. A, yeah, it's a that's whole ridiculous. mess. Yeah, yeah it's well, a very expensive. Yeah. It is. So, there, so, we no. can, so then the, alter, the only alternative that you and the banks are forcing us to do as realtors is say to the seller, okay, just hand him a card for $25,000 without the closing attorney knowing about it. Uh, I would never advise that. Okay, that's, I'm, that's where I'm going. Right. So, Kevin, thoughts? Well, the, one of the part is part of the problem is the bank is loaning, and that house is collateral. And at twenty five thousand, well, you think that the people are going to put it into the house, but sometimes they don't. They could go on to Craigslist and sell it. In which case, the bank's loaning on collateral. Uh, they think it's four hundred thousand. Actually, it's three seventy five because the twenty five was never actually become an improvement to improve their collateral. And he's making loans that go off to pools based on 80% loan-to-value, 75% loan-to-value. So when you when you play games, you've kind of committed fraud in making that mortgage loan go into that particular pool because, indeed, it's not an 80% loan. All right. right. So, so you can do a $5,000 loan, too, but it's FHA again, Bob. There's a lot of people that go conventional. Well, so you can do that and not get into a whole lot of um, So what are you recommending that? Well, if you're doing an FHA loan, you can do up to $5,000 worth of repairs and put it in escrow. I mean, it's a whole other can of worms, but you can do that. 
and uh, it's done not very often. I'll well, just be quite blunt. To get back yeah. to Vic's, the, the main issue that Vic is having is that the, the house is outdated, right? He's wanting to do some right. repairs to it, and, and we talked about the last show, well, what repairs are going to make you money? In this case, we talk about kind of perceived value, and you know, you look at curb appeal, you look at the carpets and paint. There's a lot of things you can do, safety and structural, to make sure your house is up to date. Anything after that, the house is – don't mess with the house's value. It's worth what it's well, worth. It's going to comp out compared to others as long as it's livable. And at the end of the day, what what things can you do to make it more sellable? Fresh paint, things, little things that aren't you're gonna you didn't do them through the the, the course of your home ownership in the first place. So those are things that you could do to help sell your house or sell it for less money for the value of what it's actually worth. So here's the other thing, though the the problem is that there are a lot of homeowners who have not done any updates, and the buyers mm-hmm. are turned off by walking into the house mm-hmm. because it's so ancient. If the buyer offers a lower price. Say the house again. Let's use four hundred thousand. They offer three fifty. Right. right. They still need fifty thousand of their own cash to do the upgrades, and they can't get yeah, it. You are correct. So you, you it's a challenge. The, the mortgage is. company, the the attorneys, everything involved here goes against a seller being able to make this work with a buyer. Uh, that I'm just bringing up this point. It, it, it's a very common issue that comes up. But there was one gentleman I knew who was actually trying. A lot of times, the folks, the sellers, don't have the funds to do this as well. So he was going to offer kind of short-term loans for people in the situation so they could actually afford to go ahead and do the improvements so they could sell them. And, and you guys know the numbers. Mm-hmm. If they do these type of improvements, is it a good investment? And, and sometimes just to be able to sell the house, you have to do it. Is that so, correct? Yeah, So that, and that's exactly And it's it. rarely so, going to be a positive investment. So let it's, me, it's to help sell the house. Let me, let me pose a solution that you guys either say yay or nay, that might help sellers throughout our area as well as real estate agents throughout the area to help those people who want to sell their homes who haven't updated them. So let's say that we've got a $400,000 house. It appraises for $400,000. That's the key key thing here because mm-hmm. it has to appraise for the value. But then of that those proceeds... The seller then goes to a Home Depot with the buyer, and the buyer says, okay, I want this, this, and this, and I'm using Home Depot. It could be any place. And then the, the, basically the buyer picks out what he or she wants. The seller pays for it at closing or pays for it ahead of time, and then at closing is when the order is put in or the schedule for having that stuff done is is put into in play. So there's no money that's changed hands. It's appraised for value. Does anybody see any problem with that? We, we've had buyers in the past that have said, okay, we understand the seller can't do this. We'd like to bring in our contractors and fix this up and say add 50000 of value to the property so we can close on it, get a nice permanent loan here with Randy. I see trouble with that all around. Yeah, well, if the deal doesn't go through, right. that's a, you got big so, problems. So I'm telling you here, so you don't do that. You basically, you the agreement is once it closes, we send the paperwork through to get it done, but you've already picked out the stuff ahead of time, and the home's appraised for value. Randy Rocky, is there a problem with that? I think it would be very complicated because of what he just said, Kevin. I mean, I think that if, if somebody what, – what happens if the work uh, is not done properly? Nothing – well, the – Okay, say so they go. Well, you're going against but, Home Depot at that point, I guess, going, or whoever. But you're going against I, or whoever. Well, okay, you so here's my question. Yeah. But here's right. my question. I guess I'm missing something. So the house is already appraised at four hundred thousand, and as is in the condition as it's in. Right. So why is the seller? But, am I gonna? Well, I get that. If it's already appraised, say an appraiser comes through, right. and we know it's appraised at four hundred thousand. 
as it is without any improvements. Right. And now, as a seller, in my mind, the buyer is still wanting me to upgrade and do these things. So I'm going to go to Home Depot and spend more money. No, I'm going to let them walk and let the next buyer come in and say, hey, my home yeah, is worth $400,000 as it I, is. I will tell you that doesn't necessarily happen that I way. I get that. I'm but just, this is I'm, my what I'm trying to do is work out a plan for agents throughout our area who are listening right now who have this scenario, this problem, that and that Vic has as well with his house where they're able to get the job done without coming out of pocket ahead of time and choosing selections that the buyer may not like or want and help to choose selections that the buyer would like. I think it's an an advantage to the particular buyer to be able to put what he wants or she wants in the house and not what Vic might want, and then we do this legally. My problem with with the reason I'm bringing this up right off the top of the show is I have a problem when we see government get so involved with the minutia of selling homes, the details, that it prevents the buyer and seller from being able to work the problem together and get it done to affect every, make everybody happy. And as long as there's no cash physically changing hands, which is what the government is saying and the banks are requiring, I don't see a problem with this. I, I, that's why I'm asking the two of you. Well, well, not, I, well I was just going to give you the, you know, in the old days, 2007 or eight. You'd have somebody buy a house for a million dollars, hundred percent no doc loan. Yeah, out in the parking lot, sellers turn around giving two hundred grand in the parking lot to the buyer. Uh, that would be called fraud. Now they may have got an appraiser to say it was worth a million, but that's what the government was reacting to. When you find out what's what's the real, like we were just talking about the, the example, you say it's worth four hundred, the contract's for four hundred, but I'm getting twenty thousand dollars back. So between the buyer and the seller, they well, think well, it's worth three eighty. But wait, back up. Net. On this particular scenario that I'm telling yeah. you, they're not getting money back. It's going, it's going direct. And you may say, well, that's that's right. semantics. That's, and that, well, that's the problem, saying, though. It's, well, all I'm trying to do you is got to keep it in right. front of you before it's behind you, and then, well, it's, no, then it's a problem. I'm, I'm saying the government, the big banks, too much, too many noses in the places that shouldn't be for a buyer and seller who are trying to move forward in life and that's where i'll leave it at that i will i will say something hopefully it won't yeah. come back to haunt me if you if you have a right local lender uh, on a portfolio type loan what you can do is you can escrow the amount subject to the bank yes. knowing about it and okay it you've got yeah. proper ratios and then now that escrow you could do the work to make sure that that money actually goes into that and, that, and that's what course, you can do specific. with the fha at the five thousand dollars you escrow the t- money five thousand is a, is a drop, is in, the, a drop in the bucket, bucket. Yeah. but then you get into 401ks well, don't we don't, and we don't want to go there we won't go there now because yeah. it's a, very complicated yeah. but i think what kevin's saying is there are ways to do it got it there are ways okay to do it. all right back to the phones we go good morning bob sekulder louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas hello hi bob this is leo yeah i'm buying a new house in the next few months what are we expecting the interest rates to do in the next couple of months well, a couple of weeks ago, we had a big announcement. Three or four weeks ago, what was the announcement? That prime, they're not going to take it up this year. Short-term loans. Woohoo! So let me. I know we're and, and it's not. Yeah. that doesn't always reflect what the long-term situations yeah. but, are. So hold loans. on. So let, let's back up for a, a second here. So um, there were the the government announced the Fed announces we're not going to raise short-term rates. Right. And interest rates among mortgage companies came down. That the, the, I don't know if that's a direct reflection, though. I okay, seriously so you don't. can't say it. I'm going to. All right, because me may not. We're, uh, this is my impression. I know a lot of my. No, opinions. I can't. I can't say it. On I this. So I, no, I'm going to. Here's what I'm, my theory is. Right. See, no one said this was going to be an easy show when you got here this morning, <laughs> Sunday morning, right? No, this is this is my thinking. The banks have the rates artificially high a little bit, and I'm not saying Swan. I'm just saying in general, because they're anticipating. 
that the Fed's going to be raising the short term, which will eventually trickle down to them. When the Fed says we're not raising the the numbers, everybody goes, oh, we don't have to worry about an increase in our rates. So let's just drop them and we'll bring more buyers in. Is that basically what I'm looking at? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, and uh, and what, I'm, what I'm thinking is really it, it plays with the stock market a lot. If the oh, market's down. The market tank market when that happens. Yeah, yeah. Yes. When the market's down, rates drop. When market's up, rates go up. Really, yeah. if you kind of follow the stock market a lot of the times, that's the way rates yeah, that, go. There's a whole other formula in there yeah. for another show. The yeah. show that follows us can deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekilder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Mary. Yeah. There has been a delay in the date of our closing on the house, and we are selling because the buyer's bank needed more information. My wife and I have already moved. The buyers want to move in before the new closing date. Is this a problem if they agree to pay rent? What should I watch out for? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's complicated. So there's a delay. Kevin, thoughts? Well, it's a pre-closing occupancy of the property. You One, you have to get an agreement. Now, whether it is advisable from a seller's standpoint to do that, hmm. you just kind of become a landlord. And uh, yeah, you're, I you're can give you a list of horror and stories. And if you did, your contract needs to look much like a landlord-tenant relationship rather than just a pre-occupancy agreement with insurance and things of that nature, if it's in the best interest. Well, and, that, and the thing about that, Greg, is yeah. that what if they if they can't get the loan and then they have to settle them out, which is what... Right. Yeah, which I mean, now, now you're, you're am talking... I the, am I the only one coming up with solutions to this morning? It seems like you guys <laughs> come up with a problem. Well, let me, well, <laughs> well, we're just, recent we're one, uh, we're the buyers move in and they're they're well, they're, they're married. Married, and then uh, during the process, they yeah. one finds out a little something about the other, and they become no longer married. In so which this case, actually happened. This actually happened, so therefore they can't get the loan, in which case yeah. somebody didn't want to move out, so we go refer them to one of our friends in the legal community that do evictions and set-outs. Which but is 45 know, days. Well, not if you're a really good lawyer. You can kind of stretch out just really? yeah. a little bit. Oh. So, so what we're saying is... Was it? <laughs> I, I I better not come. The all time okay. record that we had to deal with was almost two years. Okay. Yeah, that. So so the answer to the the short answer to the question is right. it could be a it could be a problem. It could be a problem. Yeah. So let me let me add one more little level here. So is it possible that Mary's agent goes ahead and contacts the bank that her the buyer is using and to try to ascertain the validity of the delay and whether or not. There is, I know there's no guarantees here, but at least you get a little assurance before she goes ahead and says, okay, we'll rent it out to them till they close. Uh, yes, and we've had uh, loans come to us. In fact, I think it's happened in your situation a couple times, Bob, mm-hmm. where they come to us, and then uh, the uh, listing agent will call us and go, hey, the buyer agent or one of them will say, hey, they're wanting to move in. How do you feel about the loan? Will the loan close? And, and yes, yeah, so you can do that. Yeah. So let's... Let's take it one step further, and basically what it comes down to is, is there some legal documents that Kevin, you, or your fellow compadres in the legal world can draw up that says prior to the buyer taking occupancy that if the loan doesn't close, that they will be agreed to be out, and then also hold X amount of dollars, maybe $5,000, in a good faith deposit that will become non-refundable if the loan doesn't close, to cover any costs, thoughts on that? Sure, you, you you can't do this without a good agreement. One thing is you've got insurance considerations too. Personal properties being moved in, the property's still owned by the seller. They have to have coverage. Mm-hmm. They have to check with their insurance agent because usually after you're gone from the property, they do not want to cover it for 
that I don't know what the period sixty days. Right. So so there there's a lot of issues that you've got to discuss and work out just to make popsicles life a little bit more difficult. Yeah, so that's fine. But that's what my life is all about. So that, not a problem. All right. So that, at least we got some guidelines for Mary to follow. Let's go back to the phone. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Mike. Yeah. What are the pros and cons to a fifteen year mortgage? So what do you think on this? Fifteen years is pretty prevalent in some. Uh, I I love a fifteen year mortgage. Well, why? I, the, a lot of people can't do it because of cash flow. Uh, but the great thing about a 15 year is once you establish it in your life, then hopefully you, you're disciplined enough to make the payment every month and you'll pay it off 15 years earlier than what most, but probably 90% of the loans in America that are, are, are done on a 30 year fixed mortgage. I agree. Uh, you think it's that much? Uh, I, I, I'm saying, well, you know, we used to see a lot of other products, but you know, it's usually almost, you're right. It's the 30 year fixed yeah. rate and you I don't mean, really see it. I, c- I couldn't no. tell you in, in the past six years that I've been back in Louisville doing this, that I've seen any, I've seen, I've, I've done one, uh, short term arm, but it was a resident, it was a specific resident, uh, medical student type deal where they, they can do that. So, right. And most of the time, Greg's, uh, we're doing 30 year mortgages. We don't do a lot of 15s. Uh, yeah. you know, it's just. The way it's, you know they'll, they well, the they want to so pay low. it off, yeah, they, they are. They're so low. So. I'm a big fan of doing a thirty and then double paying. Right, you bring it you down can. the same. That way, if, if things get tight, you can re- relax. And there's it. about a half a point difference usually between a thirty and a fifteen year. And people yeah. want that insurance policy if things get tough in their life that they they can have they can make a, uh, a lower yeah. payment. Mm-hmm. Not we'll a move payment. on. If you are looking to build a home, how about Claymont Springs in Oldham County? They offer gently rolling streets, a wide selection of flat walkout and treed lots with sidewalks and city sewers, underground utilities. It may be the place for you. A great, wonderful neighborhood. It's got great access to 71 and exit 14 in Crestwood. Again, that's Claymont Springs. Check with your agent or give us a call at 376-5483. We'll tell you more about it. When we come back, nine unexpected turnoffs for home buyers. Sellers, you may want to take note. In the studio, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Kevin Dissler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. My son, Greg, who you can get to on Instagram. At We Sell Louisville. Just type that in. You can reach me anytime, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. and Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt and Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long-term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt and Frank. 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. 
Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. Forty WHAS Sunday morning, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Bob Sokoler here with you. You can reach me anytime, 376-5483. Also here in the studio, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys. They do a great job. You can pick the closing attorney you want to use, and Kevin is perfect. His group is phenomenal, 895-9900. Also, you can pick the mortgage lender that you want to use. Randy Rock and his team, spectacular. They get the job done, great rates. You can reach Randy and his people at 6450736. My son, Greg, who I am so proud of with everything he does, including his photography and marketing. Good to have him here. You can see him on Instagram. And uh, what do you want to use as your handle on that one? At Weasel at Greg Sokoler, S-O-K-O-L-E-R. And you can see what he does uh, among the things, Louisville3D.com. And um, thank you, Barbara Corcoran. I want to thank her for her endorsement, her help. She's my mentor, and uh, if you want our guaranteed sell program, just simply ask. We come out, we arrive at a price, we list, we sell, um, the no extra fees, and you can cancel at any time with our guaranteed sell program. We think it's important to track our buyers and sellers and find out how our service was, and so quite frankly, that's why we do surveys and interviews with our clients after closing. We recently sold Mary's condo, and you may not believe how many days we sold it in. One. One day? Yes. And how did we do price-wise? Oh, got asking price. Actually, a little bit over. A little bit over, over, yes, yes, yes. So how would you describe the process for anybody who's watching us right now? Um, As simple as it could possibly be. I was very impressed with how the house was marketed. I was impressed with all the um, updates of closings, um, showings, Everything was as clear as could be, and mm-hmm. the staff at your company was excellent. I really, really thought they did a good job in keeping me in touch. Um, I did make sure it was completely cleaned, um, and then I relied on your all's um, ability to take great photos, and I think that's what sold it. We thank Mary. We appreciate her. And to see and hear more of our sellers, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. To find out about our buyers, so what they say, look at the LouisvilleBuyersTalk.com. And then uh, to read our reviews, LouisvilleZillow.com. All right, so we've got nine unexpected turnoffs for uh, buyers. So sellers take note. For example, do not overdress the windows. So while it may be tempting to spruce up your living space with some fancy new drapes or snazzy blinds, resist the urge. 
they may not align with the buyer's tastes, and they may also be blocking sunlight, which is a priceless commodity that works in your favor when you're trying to sell a home. So make sure the windows are clean. Keep the blinds and drapes open. Don't worry about putting new ones up because they may not be the buyer's tastes. Also, and I'm not so sure about this one, this suggestion says don't bake treats. You know, it feels like uh, Eon's real estate agents insisted on baking cookies just before an open house to make a home feel, smell, cozy, and welcoming. While the idea was nice at first, over time it grew to be seen as what was little more than a sales ploy. Nowadays, you can skip the baking until you've moved into your new kitchen. I'm not so sure that that doesn't work. I would tell you if you're lighting candles or putting those glade incense things in the walls that bring smells, don't do that because that definitely will turn off a, a buyer, and a buyer's agent will then start looking. They start seeing the candles. What does the candle smell covering? But I'm a big fan in the summertime and even wintertime in the summer, for example, you bake some cookies, you leave them out with a little note, hi, buyers, thanks for seeing our home, and then maybe some chilled water bottles so that they take that with them and they've got a couple of baked uh, chocolate chip cookies. And in the wintertime, something that may be warmer a little bit for them to take with you if that's the case. So that's my thought on it. Also, don't play music. I'm tr- telling you, that I'm not so big on this, but it says it might sound, uh, this report says it might sound charming in theory to have a room-inspired tunes playing throughout the house as buyers walk through, but this one is an open house fad that's unlikely to last. I'm not so uh, in agreement with this. I tell you, instrumental, uh, a um, jazz or classical music low in the background helps to class up any showing when a buyer's agent walks through. You don't want it so loud that the buyers and buyer's agent can't hear each other talking. Also, this says don't accessorize. In your excitement to make a good first impression, it's easy to overdo it on decor and uh, cover every last surface with tchotchkes and photographs. Well, the truth is, declutter, remove, don't add tchotchkes, don't add photographs. Uh, if you've got your pictures of yourselves and the families on the wall of your home, take those down. Put something up that's very neutral in color and decoration just to fill the space, especially if there's a nail there without anything hanging on it. Also, don't go all matchy-matchy, and by that they mean... Today's buyers are looking for places with character and charm. While it's fine to upgrade a few furnishings to make your home look more attractive to prospective buyers, do yourself a favor by steering clear of match sets. Too much uniformity can actually make your home feel dated and rather than timeless. The exception that I have on this is in the bedroom when on either side of the master uh, bed, end tables with matching lamps with the same color temperature uh, that gives you an even feel for a little feng shui. Don't overdo the holidays. That's important. And don't go dark. With paint colors, they need to be light and bright. And don't hang art too high because too high, not so good, can't see it, and now you're craning the buyer's necks up. All right. We've got only a few minutes left, which we don't even have time to go back to the phone. So let me just tell you about an up down, a downtown updated report If you are thinking about living downtown, how about living in the heart of luxury? You'll love coming to Florida Lee. It's the -the state-of-the-art mixed-use development. It's a five-story steel and concrete stunning architectural accomplishment featuring 82 luxury design homes. And we've got pictures online. We've got a number of them represented. Again, it's Florida Lee. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Condo features 10-foot ceilings. Gourmet kitchens, stainless steel appliances, custom cabinets, 
granite, marble countertops, backsplash, gas range. It's really spectacular. Again, the name of the place is Fleur de Lis. If you want more information, you can contact your agent or just simply reach out and call me at 376-5483. We want to thank Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys. It went fast, didn't it? Yeah, just like sure did. it's a, Boom. You can reach Kevin and the Pitt and Frank uh, Attorneys anytime at 895-9900. They not only do closing in the Louisville area, they also have offices in southern Indiana. How's the one in Oldham County? Still going? Doing really well. Good. Yeah, Oldham County's really going hot right now. Which is great. So great that's school system. good for you. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, they get the loans closed, which you can't say about all lenders. And they do a great job on top of that. So we thank Randy for being here. You can reach him and his group at 77, no, I'm sorry, 645-0736. That's 645-0736. My thank thanks, you, Bob. My thanks to my son, Greg. And again, you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.